You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining us, and oh my, did we not have a tremendous conference last week. I mean, God showed up, and oh, the word of the Lord was so powerful. And uh, thank you to all of y'all who made the journey to be with us in the building, and for all of you that watched online, I hope it was a great, great blessing. And so, you know, it just makes us wonder, what is God going to do next? It's going to be great things. All right, I want to I talk to you something. Boy, this is just like fire in my belly right now. Um, I want to talk to you about living water. And uh, Jesus, he compares himself so many times. He would say this. He would say, in fact, he said, uh, the scripture says on that last day of the feast, Jesus stood up and he said, If any man thirst, let him come and drink of me. And he would call himself this. He said, I am the living water. And I think one of the reasons why is because, uh, of course, he said, I'm the bread of life. Uh, but you can't live without water. Water is the number one source of life. A man can go 40, 50 days without food. But very few days can you go without water before your internal organs begin to shut down and you die. And so what gives man life, the number one source of life? Jesus said, that's me. He said, I am the living water. And uh, when he was meeting with the woman at the well and the gospel, you know, is going to be released to a group of people that the Jews did not like, the Samaritans and he's meeting with that woman, he chose a well. Whenever God does something supernatural, somewhere you're gonna find there's a water source. And uh, he said this, he looked at the woman, he said, honey, he said, if you knew who was talking to you, you would ask of the water that I have and you would never thirst again. And so, uh, I want, to, I want to talk a little bit about cisterns. Uh, you know, cisterns are not wells. They're just a receptacle that holds water, but eventually that water can become contaminated. It becomes stagnant because there's nothing going in and there's nothing going out. And they just become something that eventually breeds death and not life. And I think that there have been too many churches and too many people that have been cisterns and not wells. You know what makes a well powerful? Is that it really is just a conduit, but it's tapped into a water source. A well's a hole. It's where you begin to dig deep until you tap into a water source. And that water source that's deep down, this is why the Bible says deep calleth into the deep. And so this water source begins to come up out of that hole and begins to fill it up and we begin to draw water from it. And, and Jesus said this, he said, with joy shall you draw water from the wells of salvation. And of course, we know one scripture says that in his presence is fullness of joy. And when you get into the presence of the Lord, this is why uh, churches that, that really put their emphasis on the presence of God, this is why they grow. 
is because when people get into the presence of the Lord, it says, with joy shall you draw from water from the wells of salvation. When they get into the presence of the Lord, all of a sudden, they have something that allows them to begin to draw from the well of life. The presence of God almost becomes that bucket that you drop down into the well, that living water of Jesus Christ. And so in the hour that we're in, I believe that God is getting rid of, rid of cisterns, all stagnated. Uh, there's nothing coming in, there's nothing going out, and there's no life. And I believe that right now what you're seeing prophetically in the church realm is God is drying up every cistern and he is redigging wells. And there have been places where the Holy Ghost has moved and flowed over decades past and that we are redigging the wells because what we're doing right now is we are digging down to tap into a water source that is everlasting life. Uh, when, when you think about the powers of water, the living water, you know, Jesus at one point in his ministry um, was ministering to a man that, that had no sight and he had been blind from birth and what had happened was the eyes had not been fully created. Evidently there was something wrong with the cornea or somewhere in the eye. It was not fully created. Creation had stopped. And so here Jesus is, he's living water. The man has been formed, the Bible says that we came from the dust of the earth. That's where Adam came from. So he is the earth. So what God does is he's the living water. Jesus just takes some dirt out of the ground and he spits in it. The living water hits the earth that man was created from. And when it came together, creation begins to take place because the moment that the living water touched the earth and became spit and he put it, he anointed that man's eyes, the creation that had to be finished happened. And all of a sudden, this man can now see because of the power of living water. And... Uh, when we are in, in, in this sense of the Spirit of the Lord, I, I'm thinking of the verse now that says for you and I, out of our belly, that place where life comes from. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. A cistern that is not tapped into Jesus Christ, an individual that's not tapped into Jesus Christ is a cistern because there's nothing coming in and there's nothing going out. And this is the Lord's trying to raise us up in a place to where he said, you need to be a well. And uh, I used to be a pipe fitter and in and, and, and the shipyards and one of the things that we would do after we put a system in is we would do pressure tests on it. And what we would do is make sure that in that pipe, in those systems, there wasn't any uh, restrictions, there wasn't any hindrances that were in that pipe because the system was right, but whatever's inside can stop the flow. And this is one of the things that I pray about a lot, that Holy Spirit, I know that I'm a well of living water. I know that so many believers are a well of living water, but whenever you allow things to get in your life, 
that God doesn't like, it begins to stop the flow. And this is a lot of believers will say, you know, I don't understand it. You know, I, I still speak in tongues and I'm still going to church, but I have no joy. I, I, because, and if you begin to sit down with him and you find out, listen, there's some things in your life you've allowed the enemy to put there and it's stopping the flow of the spirit of the Lord. Nobody is more happy then somebody, hallelujah, that there's nothing inside of them to hinder the flow of the Holy Ghost. And that when they get around people, the Holy Spirit just begins to flow through them. And if you want God to use you in a powerful way, ask the Lord God, reveal to me anything that would stop the flow of the Spirit of God. God's always used water as a great source of his strength and to accomplish his will. And of course, we know, you can go back to the Old Testament, uh, when he got ready to cleanse the earth, he used water. And what the water was to the evil in judgment, it was salvation to the righteous. And I, I really believe this prophetically, that God is getting ready to send a tsunami of water to the earth. And for it's going to be judgment to the wicked. And at the same time, the tsunami will be blessing to the righteous. And when you get tapped into, um, you determine your future by how, how much of the Spirit of God flows through you. And you can get in churches and you think, they have the form, there's no powers because they're not a well. God wants you to be a well. God wants you to be in a place that out of your belly, hallelujah, begins to flow rivers of living water. And when, when the Spirit of God, uh, you know, it wasn't the well that was the source. It was what was in the bottom of that well that it was tapped into. The only thing that the difference between a well and a cistern is are you tapped in to a water source? Are you connected, hallelujah, to Jesus Christ? And this is why you got to have a prayer life. And this is why you got to have fellowship with the Lord. Because when I go into the presence of God, I believe that in my time of fellowship, every restriction and every constriction, every hindrance that the enemy would try to put inside of me, that the Spirit of the Lord would remove it. When, when I get up on Sundays, and, and I know I'm going to go preach at 3 o'clock, um, I, I make sure that I don't watch TV, um, I don't listen to the radio, I try to keep myself totally disconnected from any outside source that would get in and, and mix the voice that I'm hearing in the Spirit of the Lord. And I, and I want to encourage you, things in your life that become a distraction, things that steal your passion, things that dominate your time. Ask yourself, are these things that are hindering the Spirit of God in my life? Oh, may you so feel the Spirit of the Lord. May there be such a conviction on you that God would use you. You want your children saved. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You want to see God use you in your purpose and in your call that's on your life. Let there be out of your belly flow rivers of living water. It is the living water that brings life. Nothing else.
There is no source outside of Jesus Christ that brings life. And even you plant a garden, it doesn't matter how great the seed is, how good the soil is. If there's no water, there's no harvest. And I think that all of us need to be in a place that we're just a conduit. The Spirit of God just comes in and just flows through us by the power of the Lord. And, you know, Abraham was the father of faith and, and he dug those wells. And of course, the enemy came in and, and filled them up, and his son went back and redug the wells. I think that prophetically, we're seeing God redig some wells right now. Areas that the enemy said, I'm stopping this. And God said, No, you're not. I'm redigging these wells. I pray the Spirit of God would so fill you up. Oh, hallelujah. For those of you that have suffered and you got sorrow and you've had no joy, I just speak the power of God over you wherever you are right now, that the Spirit of the Lord, that the out of thy belly, there would just be a gusher of the presence and the power of God. And always remember this. The devil hates water. And that's why God chooses baptism. I mean, I, I could do a whole study on this. And in fact, the Bible says that the devil's permanent home is called a lake of fire. And so we need this water right now. We need Jesus. We need him to flow out of us. And make sure you don't have any hindrances. Because once water is stopped and can't come out, then it gets stagnated. And this is why some people seem so dry. It's because they no longer have that flow. May the Spirit of God flow through you and you have a bucket that you draw from the wells of salvation called joy. I love you. Hope this has helped you. I'll see you next week. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.